0: Alright guys, here we go, Nordy's podcast. Huge episode. We're going to talk about the Vikings playing without quarterbacks. We're going to talk NBA, free agency, and draft. We are going to get into the Twins' big trade. Here we go, Nordy's podcast. And here we go, Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Pretty good, man. I'm great, man. Feeling great. How are you? I'm doing great because uh, earlier this week, we had our 500th episode, which is just insane. Amazing. Very recently. None of us got divorced over this entire Yeah, we're all still in our
1: marriages. Um, Our families are happy and healthy. Going well, I'd say. 500 episodes it's just crazy i didn't think we were
2: gonna make it past five
1: at the rate that we were going with the troubles that every podcast struggles with and how many don't even fucking make it out the gate or get to five and then quit uh it's it's
2: amazing i mean we've rebranded like three times yeah we keep getting cooler logos we got Uh, merch flying out the door we should really do that again
0: super bowl week people always hit us up and we're just like Meh, maybe. I'll work on that this week. Ooh, that's intriguing. I have an idea. I've been, I've been researching.
1: Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do I get it free? Actually, I pay for it, so I I hope so. Yeah. (laughs) Um. All right.
0: So, guys. We have a lot to talk about on this episode, but before we hop into it, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nord East Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from and get the Nord East Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week. For free. Yeah.
1: Thank you. And thank you for continuing to listen, whether you're more of a screencast person,
2: or both. Uh, we love it. Well, and we don't have to thank the audience anymore. We already did that on the 500th. So yeah, now yeah, they're yeah. now it's back to normal. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. We're the Give us the rating.
0: You sons of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. All right, guys. We are also drinking another fun beer from our friends in the South at Hopland Goliath. Um, this one is called Soul Hunter. It's a double India pale ale with hand selected Simcoe, Simcoe Cryo, and Rowaka Hop.
2: That sounds like uh, like Tom Shane level. Like I go to Mumbai and select the crops. <laughs> yeah. the, the to at least do myself. the impression. Yeah. I can't no, I I go can't to do this.
1: Mumbai to, to, to pick the hops <laughs> myself. <laughs> They're hand, hand selected.
2: Hand selected by um, our team of experts. Yeah. No, fuck that. <laughs> this we, is
0: why is this not a recurring character in bit for us? Like, yes, I love this.
1: Shaneco.com. Um, no, this beer is good. It's big. It's tasty. It's like, it's perfect sipper for about 45 minutes worth of content, which we are going to deliver. And I think my beer is going to be right down towards the bottom at the end of it.
0: Yeah, this thing is huge. That's called expert timing. Yes. Oh, on your
1: part. Oh. I know we're good.
0: It's like we've done 500 episodes. It's almost like that. All right, guys. Uh We need to get warmed up. Even though we've been doing this forever and we are professional, we need to get warmed up. Yeah. What, what level are we at now at 500? What, like, what's, are we getting
2: like, uh accolades from like apple what's or like something? you know
1: like dragon ball when they go to like the full potential it's like i'm at a fraction of my power and then they go super super scion
2: that's our level
0: i think we're at like get made fun of in memes level Ooh, that's pretty good that, you know, dude like,
2: that's a pretty good level though
0: yeah like we are now the ones that get made fun of in the memes for talking about our podcast Ooh, i so love it our powers are peaking
1: um all right so look we've been doing this podcast we figured sloppily um about february or march of 2017
2: ish is when we
1: started now throughout that time as minnesota sports fans we've had highs and lows and i want you us maybe to try to come together and figure out when in that during that time was minnesota sports really peaking when were we excited about the most teams and why man i'm so bad at years i know Um, but but we can just kind of think of like hey when this guy was doing this and this was happening i already have an answer at least with with the wolves right but
0: I think it's most definitely um, the year that the Wolves had the big roster. Um, The Vikings have been um, consistently like either average or good um, since we've been doing this. They've been
2: mostly relevant. Mm -hmm. They've
0: they've made the playoffs every other year for six years now, and they've been in the middle of the pack the other three years. Um, So I think it was like the Vikings were obviously a pretty solid team. Um, Maybe it was like Kirk Cousins ish signing time, Um, Jimmy Butler trade. With Wiggins and Towns, yeah. Um,
1: Dalvin Cook was joining the team. Was was new. Yep. And Eric was talking about the three year window that we and that year that window has now come and gone. I think this was about year one or year one had ended of the three year window. And Sky was the limit. And it turned out that you were right because we did make it to the NFC Championship during that time. So mm-hmm. you were. Yeah, it was prediction was accurate. And we were getting Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy, the, that Jimmy
0: Butler season was just had Towns. Um, the Wild were doing their thing where they would go to the playoffs and lose in the first round every year. I think that year
2: mm-hmm. we, we won our first round. Uh, series, Dang. and, and then I think we were just
1: now switching over to Falvey and Levine at this time as well. Or was that maybe it no, no, hadn't happened? Quite I think yet? we
2: were getting Baldelli. Okay, and so Molitor was gone. Yes, and so now now we were getting a progressive manager in with more like forward thinking, as opposed to Molitor, who's like bunt him over, you know, like <laughs> right. that type of thing. And then we kind of set the record, or not kind of, we set the record for like most home runs in a major league baseball season ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, these kind of th- these were like sort of cyclical, and that like it kind of came and you know went through through the, the, the winter, and then came around to the spring uh, with the Twins not doing anything in the playoffs, per usual. But like right. it was at least a really exciting building block. And we thought we had a bunch of young talent. And we'll get to some of that later in the podcast.
1: Right. I think that was it. I don't know what year that was. It's got to be like 18. It was the
2: Jimmy Butler
1: ac- acquisition offseason.
2: 18 into 19, yes. I want to say, is when it was. Because pandemic 2020, nothing happened. Everything was shut down. Um, so I think I think that was 18 into 19. Good
1: times, good times, good sports cast during those times. But we always make it fun no matter what's happening.
0: For sure. All right, guys, let's move on to what's happening in uh, sports right now. We have to start with the Vikings, who are just, I mean, they're just so interesting always. Um, This time, they have no quarterbacks because their quarterbacks are a bunch of anti-vaxxers and didn't get the vaccine. And now... The main one is, anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, it sounds like Mond was the guy who tested positive. He was a close contact of Nate's... Stanley, Staley, Stanley, Stanley, former Iowa quarterback Nate Stanley, former Viking. Soon, Um, (laughs) he's out. And uh, Kellen Mond, third round pick, which. We've already just anointed him like the next great quarterback in the NFL. If you are on Vikings Twitter, um, literally, I already dislike the guy. He's killing our team. He's going to be out for 10 days. The other quarterbacks are going to be out for five in the first week of padded practice. And uh, how in the world can you be a rookie quarterback fighting for the number two spot and uh, be behind a a douchey anti-vaxxer quarterback who publicly has come out in saying he didn't want to get the vax, and then you as a backup in this year of of still COVID wouldn't be vaccinated as a (laughs) fucking career move. Are you joking me, you idiot? Kellen Mond, I can't handle it. I keep seeing videos of people being like, dude, Kellen Mond, look at this pass where he had absolutely no pocket awareness at all, and he had a 40-yard pass against a D-back who will be working at Foot Locker in two weeks. Like, (laughs) I'm good. And then also... Everyone's like "Kellen Mond, he is the first guy on the field and the last guy off the field. Kirk Cousins I did see that. would Kirk Cousins would never do this." People were like, "Who the fuck is he going to throw the ball to if no one else is on the field?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. what's he doing? <laughs> like out what's there? he doing? He's standing there like what's he practicing? No one's even on the field. Like it's it's just I, I'm he's not going to be our quarterback. Everyone needs to settle down. Cousins is already 600 times better than him, whether you like Cousins or not, and this is just a nail in his coffin in my opinion. Well, it brings up an interesting notion. And again, I,
2: I I'm not trying to turn this into a pro vaccine podcast, right? We all know how we feel about this. Okay, Kirk's probably not listening. He's probably listening to Creed on replay on his car, right? But it's hard enough already to, and I know Kirk is a very durable QB. He's like missed one game in like five seasons or something. But like, it's hard enough to keep like I want to say like a starting 25, 26 players on the field between offense and defense, right? Without having the health and safety protocols piece come into play at some point, this just has to drive, like, from a football standpoint, this has to drive the coaching staff absolutely up a fucking wall. Right. Because, like, you know, Thielen's gonna have, like, a a dinged-up knee or whatever, but then, like, he's completely healthy except for the fact that he tested positive he, or, yeah. or someone that he knows tested positive And now he's out for 10 fucking days. If we have like a Sunday night game and then a Thursday game, and he's missing both of those, like from a wins and losses standpoint, it's stupid yeah. that like you need Harrison Smith, you need Kirk cousins, you need Adam Thielen, you need these guys on the field. So this no longer is like a, a political personal choice thing. This is about wins and losses. And I'm hoping that the coaching staff is like laying into them, like you guys see how irresponsible this is from a do you care about the team? Right. Aspect? Like, do you want to stay on the field? Do you want to get your game checks? Like, it just makes no sense to me. Like, why this whole like personal choice thing is taking precedence over the team. It's I don't, just a I don't stubbornness.
1: Get it. It's just a I don't want to be, you know somebody that's people consider dumb. So if I have an anti-vax statement, then people might think I'm smart, right? Because I'm not just going along with it. It's just so stupid. Like they have any idea what's going. But what then the science th- they're anyways. the same
2: people that are like, uh, Simone Biles quit on the team. Like she doesn't care about the team. Okay. But do you support the people that don't get the vaccine that are going to have to sit out for 10 days because they tested positive? Like it's preposterous. They're speaking out of both sides of their mouth. And again, just from a football standpoint, It is hard enough to keep your team healthy for the duration of the season, especially your star players. Yeah. Harrison Smith, huge key to the defense. Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins, obviously important to the team. They need to be vaccinated so that they can stay on the field. Like even if they come in contact with someone who tests positive, as long as they test negative, you're fine. Wrong practice. Doesn't matter. Go play. Who cares? I, I just don't understand it.
0: Sorry, I blew up. No, that was good. I just totally agree. And to me, when you're cousins, you're making $31 million. The fact that you're not vaccinated is just, it's so selfish and reckless. And I i have defended Kirk many times and his play is good on the field. But being a quarterback is, you're almost like the, the CEO of, of a company, pretty much. I mean, you were like the face of of a massive corporation and it's
1: worth you know three billion dollars so yeah
0: you act like a fucking dumbass in, and and t- telling us that your friend on facebook knows more than like actual medical experts is just fucking stupid do so. your research you don't know how to do research homie yeah
2: the, all, i love the the comment of like all these people that say they don't want to be part of a medical experiment by taking the vaccine, well, you're now the control group. Yeah. That is like the people that didn't get it. So yeah. So, like, you're like well, an actual main part of the experiment. It's like,
1: dude, so many people have had it for so long. They're fine. You, are you good now? The, do oh, your, you were never going to change because it wasn't about the science. It was exactly. about being stubborn. Okay.
0: The, the do your research people are the people whose research is like a YouTube video where it's like, the U.S. government will put people in FEMA death camps in two years and blah, blah. Yeah. like mm-hmm. It's like that their research is like some fucking loser in his base. No. <laughs> you know? and oh,
2: God, yeah. It, it's the guy in the base And he like takes a puff of a cigarette and is like,
0: I'm concerned about the long-term effects of uh, the COVID vaccine. (laughs) We don't know what's in those things, you know? Yeah. All right. uh, We'll move on from that. All right. uh, (laughs) We did talk last week about Texas and Oklahoma, and uh, they're wanting to join the SEC. Now it will be official. They're going to pay $77 million to join the SEC. Um, This is just stupid to me. Um, it's going to break college football. It is. It, this
2: is it. Well, it's already broken, but it's really? going it's going this is it's going to tip it over.
0: I mean, at this point it's done. I mean, the conferences are are dead. The SEC is is alone and the Big 10 is the only other thing that matters at all. And Ohio
2: State is really the only team that matters in the Big 10. Yeah,
0: Ohio State, and Michigan are probably the only two that are big Michigan enough.
2: from a revenue perspective, but they haven't been good for no, but yeah, 10 years. But revenue. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: they're just they're important. Um, it's pretty much the SEC, the Big 10 Notre Dame and Clemson are pretty much all that there is. And now the rumor is that the uh, USC is going to try to join the Big Ten. Fine. I, I okay. mean, all it's doing here. Not good for
2: the Gophers, but it's fine.
0: No, but in reality, like being part of one of those conferences will help you because all the other conferences will to. be dead. You, ha- you have no other choice. They just need to redo college football. They need to go Northeast, Southwest. We talked about this a little bit last week. Yeah. I'm going. And we need relegation. Relegation. 32 yeah. teams in each of the four regions, 16 and 16 relegation between the two. God, that'd be fun. It would be way more fun. It would get rid of a lot of the weird corruption of these, of these conferences anyways. Um, I just Which think is would, exactly why it won't change. It exactly. won't change because there's just too many people. Too many old
2: white dudes that are making yeah. money hand over fist. Yep. Yeah,
0: But if I were like Jeff Bezos, I would just hijack college football and create my own semi-pro league and pay all the kids a set amount of money and pay all the colleges that were part of it. Massive money on a massive television deal that had to be split with fewer people. They've tried that like three times and it just hasn't panned out with like the XFL with the AFL and Yeah, but 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 what's what's pop, you know, what audience were they trying to go for? They were like, "Hey, do you want to see the guys who weren't good enough to make the pros? Well, let us show you these guys who weren't good enough." This is like, "Hey, you already watch college football all day on Saturday, every Saturday, and you like it way more than pro football? Well, now these guys get paid. And now there aren't good players on any other colleges unless they're part of our league." It's a
2: it's just a weird situation with college football between the the name image and likeness uh money Mm -hmm. and now the conferences are just going to basically be boiled down to like three conferences and then like eric said notre dame and clemson (laughs) and yeah that's just kind of where we're at and and really like realistically the the marriage of some of the Pac 10 teams with the big 10 kind of makes sense Because of the like Rose Bowl affiliation that we've had for so long, like these teams have played each other quite often, um, you know, in the Rose Bowl matchups. Not necessarily that they were, you know, for the national title or anything like that. But, you know, we have played, you know, there are Big Ten teams that have played USC's and Oregon's and Oregon State's and things like that. So it's not that. Out there for there to be like this kind of last minute marriage between these two conferences, especially with the with the really good teams. So. All right. So this is
1: shit. All right. So more bad news for college football. Got it.
2: Yeah,
0: pretty much. Um, All right. uh, Twins trade deadline. We said they needed to burn it down. They did like a controlled burn. Um, they traded away their top pitcher, Jose Barrios, which was definitely the right thing to do. Agreed. So a lot of people. Well, but I mean, go ahead, go ahead. A lot of people were unhappy trading away your best pitcher, who is probably in or entering his prime, um, who is a solid pitcher in the league. But um, we are a mid to low market team he was going to be asking for somewhere between 20 and 30 million dollars a year which he will get from someone and he had already said he was really interested in exploring free agency so he was pretty much telling the twins in in you know pretty obvious terms i'm not going to sign with you guys you can't afford me and if you can i'd rather test free agency anyways so please trade me no and- no mm-hmm. position is more overpaid in major league baseball than starting pitchers even
2: two three number four starters mm-hmm. Um, it This one does hurt a lot because Jose Barrios has been with the Twins organization for a long time. He's our best home homegrown pitcher since Johan Santana. Mm-hmm. And so it sucks, right? And to say that, like, oh, I'm glad he's gone is, I mean, that's, that's it's, com- ridiculous. Nobody should be saying no. that. But when you know you're not going to resign someone, when they're still under team control for a year and a half ups their value you're maximizing your value for someone that you're not going to be able to resign or you can but you're not going to and to get back a really great prospect for him i think is it's a smart move from the twins but as like a a twins fan that you know wanted jose barrios to succeed here and be like this great starter um it hurts and i think we just kept kind of waiting for him to like make the leap, right? Where he was going to become like this dominant pitcher. And he was always like good, like always like pretty decent, but he never made like a Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Steven Strasburg, Zach Greinke, like any of those like top end pitchers. He never quite got there with the Twins organization for whatever reason. And maybe it's the coaching. Maybe it's, he's just not that guy. Like he's always going to be a number two or number three starter. Um, But I mean, he had like, what, three complete games in five seasons with the Twins, and one of them was a seven-inning game this year. So it's not like he was ever this like uh, always always goes eight innings, like dominant type of guy. So um, no. to get like a, a big-time prospect from the Toronto Blue Jays, I think is a really good return.
0: I thought this was ideal. Um, if there's one thing that baseball has created as a major issue for itself, it's that the good pitchers all end up on about six teams. Because they're the only six teams that can play by a different set of rules that have their own television deals imagine if the nfl had no salary cap and then every team could go out and get their own television deal I it's mean, so suck. fucking stupid. Yeah. And so what it does is it creates a situation where the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Astros, the Angels, the Angels, yeah, the Dodgers
1: just have every, everybody know, right?
0: They can just do anything they want. They can go spend any amount of money because they're making so much more money than anybody else is. The Dodgers are making more money in a year than the twins probably do in five or six years. If, if not more, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, it's not even close. So investing in, pitchers for absurd amounts of money, knowing that 45% of pitchers end up having Tommy John surgery or just flaming out is a bad investment for a team. Yeah. So if you are not going to be one of the, the actual contenders and you're just in it just to for, for fucking shits and giggles, you have to invest in position, position players, have the best roster, have the most prospects, so when you are good, you can... Do the small market thing and invest, spend your prospects, and go rent the big pitching arms. A.K.A. the Rays. The Rays, the Marlins, like the small market teams that have gone deep or won titles. And so that's what the Twins have to do. So I thought this trade was so ideal. Um, I thought they absolutely knocked it out of the park. They bring in um, Austin Martin who is a shortstop slash center field prospect, a lot like Royce Lewis. Um, he was the number five pick in the draft last year. He's already in AA. He should be up next year for us. I would say next June, he'll probably be up. He will be one of our best players. He was on a like a, a killer program at VCU. Yeah. Was it VCU? I don't know, but he's a machine. This dude oh, No, is, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Yeah. And that, Vanderbilt they had like
2: Dansby Swanson and yeah. like tons of MLB ready like prospects. And he jumped from college right to double-A.
0: He's going to mash the ball. He's young. He's going to play at some prime t- prime position. He's going to hit the hell out of the ball. He's going to be one of our best players for the next 10 years, or until we trade him at the trade deadline. <laughs> um, he is, by some accounts, our best prospect. Um, MLB.com, which people think is okay, has him as our number two prospect, the number 15 overall prospect in baseball. Royce, number one. So. Royce Lewis at number 12 ahead oh. of him. Um, some sites have him at 12, and Royce Lewis somewhere around 20, so... Those are our top two prospects. Well,
2: Gleeman's got him, like, immediately slotted him in as, as our, number our number one. one. Yep. And I trust Gleeman more than yep. most of the major media outlets.
0: Yes. So, well, I, I'm just saying, he's he is at or... Is or or right around our top prospect with Royce Lewis, who's out with a knee injury, anyways. So it kind of hurts him. And he's only played like half a season of Double A. Yeah. And then um, Woods Richardson, the uh, the pitcher we got, is a big six foot three power arm who is now our best pitching prospect already. Um, He's playing for the Olympic team. He's playing in I believe Double A. He's Closest to the majors he'll probably be up next summer could we watch him play well. in the olympics right now um if i watched the olympics yeah i know but, but yeah that's he, interesting yeah, maybe i would
1: i would try to find that he's a big power arm, starting or something
0: big power arm in the olympics on the olympic team um he's <laughs> a good pitching prospect like he, he's not like a a top starter kind of prospect but could be a two or three if all pans out well with him so i i Loved this trade. I know people hate trading away our guys. They're like, when are we going to be good? I don't know. Maybe when baseball figures its shit out and stops having it. So, like, some teams can spend more than half the rest of the league. You know, it's just.
1: It is true that, like, you know, we are like, why can't the twins, like, be dominant? You know, there's 23 teams asking the same thing as we are. Yeah. So, Yeah.
2: And it's not like they're not trying. Right. I mean, we made the playoffs three out of four seasons. Um, and then this year, everything just kind of fell apart. Right. You know, we thought we were trending in the right direction. I said that the pitching sucked and we were not going to be good this year. But and everyone everyone right. felt like it. Yep. So we made a couple other small moves. Eric, you want to go through those? Or do you not care? The uh, Burrios one is really the only J- one that matters.
0: Jaw hap.
2: J.A. Happ. He's gone. We got John Gant and a pitching prospect from the Cardinals.
0: We had already traded Nelson Cruz, which we talked about before, and yep. we traded some pitcher, Robles. Hensel, Hansel Robles. Robles. Yeah. For probably nothing.
2: Like, And you were saying off air, we probably didn't make as many moves as we were hoping to, but at least we got something in return for some guys that Controlled aren't, aren't going to be here next year.
1: Yeah, there you go. I, I was Same thing that's in the air in Northeast Minneapolis. I would have been really pumped to have
0: gotten rid of Donaldson. Um, but that didn't happen. Salary um, was never going to be. Acceptable. And then, and then here's the deal. I I like Buxton, but Buxton is going to be the kind of player who, if he plays for the Red Sox and he misses half the season, they can withstand that. Or the mm-hmm. Yankees can. Or the Dodgers can. If he misses half the season and the Twins are paying him $20 million a year, we can't withstand that. No. We just can't. It kills us. And it doesn't kill the big teams who can just do whatever they want. And so, to me... They've got a center fielder in AAA
2: that's ready to roll. Yeah. And they can bring up.
0: And so, to me, not trading Buxton means that you're planning to re-sign him. And, I don't know. Either
2: just, that or trade him in the offseason. Like I, I, I don't know what his value is right, right now but it will probably be higher in the off season when he's actually healthy and everyone's you know, seen the medicals and he's got a clean bill of health. Right. I, I for did, now.
0: I did think that no, not trading Pineda and Maeda was a little weird. Those guys are not really part of your future. I don't really understand why we would keep them for now. Short term, better pitching. That's not good anyways. It is what it is. All right. Let's move on to the NBA though. The NBA draft has, came and went. The Timberwolves didn't have a pick going in. Um, they didn't buy a pick. They didn't trade for a pick. They didn't get a pick. They did nothing. Um, did you guys watch or pay attention to the draft at all? Not as much. Not really. i because I find myself kinda of tuned out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean
1: I, I followed along with it just on social media, just knowing that the Wolves had zero picks. Zero. I, I checked in like I didn't half have a twenty third pick, which would already be boring. We had zero.
2: Yeah, I, I checked in to ESPN. I was every, curious every 30 minutes when Suggs
1: so. was going to drop. I think he went. A little late. He went to Orlando at seven or something like five. that. five. That's kind of disappointing for him. I mean, that's fine. I mean,
0: he was going to. Everyone thought he was going four. Yeah. And so not five. a huge drop. He I dropped guess. by one spot. Okay. I mean, I think the top three guys were pretty set in stone. Jalen Green, Kate Cunningham, Evan Mobley. I mean, those three have been locked in for months now. Suggs was kind of the next guy everyone thought would, would go. It would have been cool to see him go to Toronto. He goes to Orlando at five. My problem with the NBA draft is it's just such a crapshoot. Like when you get to like pick number six, they're kind of like, this guy can't shoot, but he's a great athlete. This guy was great in high school, but he has been horrible in college. This guy like is... The guy, the guy that goes in top 10 and has averaged 11 points in college. And you're like, what? The guy who went fourth in the draft, Scotty Barnes... Went fourth in the draft. He played for Florida State. He was a freshman out of Florida State. He didn't start this year, (laughs) and he went fourth in the NBA draft. It's kind of wild, jeez. Which also makes the draft just seem weird,
2: especially with the G League guys. Yeah, that like decent
1: amount of G League people coming up. You know, they went probably what right out of high school. You can do that now. Yeah, De'Aaron Green went two. Yeah, like two hundred fifty thousand or something, or a hundred thousand is what you get. Kaminga,
0: the guy who went our pick number seven to the Warriors, G League guy. It just seems
2: like it's making some of those guys a little bit more irrelevant in their like notoriety, right? Someone goes right from high school to the G League and then they're getting drafted in the top 10 makes me makes it seem like, well, who are we picking? If you're if you're one of those teams. It just it just seems a little bizarre mm-hmm. that these guys are good enough to play in the G League, but we don't really know them as right. players. Like, I mean, you know, if you if you go to Kentucky or Duke or North Carolina or, you know, any other big Gonzaga, big basketball school, Suggs, you kind of know who they are. You get to see them play on big stages. You know, you get to see Gonzaga play Duke. You get to see them in like preseason tournaments. You get to see them in the NCAA tournament, kind of make a name for themselves. And now we're like, oh, this guy played in the G League and, against like the Vegas Rebels. And you're like, yeah. what? I, I, it, it seems very weird to me. It's different. It's a big change.
1: I mean, it almost feels like as big of a change as when they decided, you know, no more 18-year-olds right out of high school. Like, that was a huge, huge change. Um, and this is, like, now finding middle ground between that and having to do, what, a year or two years of college or whatever it was. Um, I think it's great, it was though. was one, yeah. I mean, you know, don't force these people to go to college if they don't want to. It's and Then it's all, like, then you get into the colleges where... It's total bullshit. This person has no interest in academics. Everybody knows it. They're a one- or two-year rental at Kansas or whatever it might be. Um, you know, the charade is is up a little bit. They can just go to the G League.
2: Well, especially with all the, like, Adidas. Like, uh, here's a $250,000 loan. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just make it real and give them actual money for doing a job. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, let's hop into some of the free agency stuff and just the carousel of uh, NBA aging point cards. Now, <laughs> I have been arguing with Jim about this for the last couple of weeks because Jim and me, we believe different things about about how to build teams. Mm. He thinks that uh that the Suns were built organically. <laughs> and I am like, nah, dude, they were not. Um so I'm gonna give you my take here. All these okay. teams are doing the exact same thing. Okay. So you didn't like that the Lakers got Russell Westbrook, but the Suns did the exact same thing last year and got Chris I Paul. Thought. Yeah, they got a 30 something passes prime huge contract point guard to add to their team, right? And yeah, add
1: to what? A team that had
0: the number one pick in the draft yeah and, and That's another it. all-star yeah
1: just a that was the only piece they added they hadn't already grabbed literally cherry-picked LeBron James and Anthony Davis but they didn't cherry
0: pick Anthony Davis they traded all of their big assets for him yeah they organically built yeah. assets up they got Lonzo Ball in the draft they got Brandon Ingram in the draft they traded these assets to get a better piece um yeah. the the Bucks the other team in the finals did the exact same thing. A 30-something point guard and a huge contract. They traded four number one picks for... Middleton? Uh, Drew, Drew Holiday. Holiday. Oh, Holiday? Last year. Yeah. They did the same thing. They also traded for Chris Middleton. Well, to that add was to their a MV- long time ago. To add but. to their MVP. So I think that like these teams are all trying to do this. And the same thing's going to happen this year with a bunch of other teams. Everyone's after Kyle Lowry. That's going to be a piece. And then everyone's going to be after Mike Connolly. Speaking of the Raptors, how did they get Kawhi Leonard? Yeah. Right. It's big, kind of the same thing. They had,
2: yeah. they had Van Vliet. They had... Yep.
0: You add but but everyone wants to get these veteran point guards. And so now Chris Paul is gonna be a free agent, Mike Connolly's a free agent. Um Kyle Lowry's a free agent. Everybody's, Ricky Rubio.
1: Yeah. Watch out, baby. Everybody's
0: trying to go get these guys because they are like, not the same. They're like adults in the room on the basketball court. They can run your offense. They can, you know, organize a, a team of youngsters. Um, the best thing that ever happened to, to Booker was playing with Chris Paul, who just like made every part of his life easier, put him in all positions to do what he does best. And so I think that that is the big thing that's happening right now is you're going to see every good team this year is going to go after one of these point guards chris paul opted out today Kawhi leonard opted out today there's some thought that they both might re-sign with the teams that they were with um but the knicks and their mountain of cap space are are calling and uh we'll see who ends up going there so who are the wolves signing now that we traded away ricky yeah ricky you got traded the wolves have no cap space i'm i was being sarcastic so the wolves are gonna have to sign and trade somebody and it's going to be a power forward um, or some some kind of big man. Or like a point forward? <laughs> I like, think. Like, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm going to throw a name out here. Like Ben Simmons, maybe. I think yeah. that they would love nothing more than to trade for Ben Simmons, and they are there trying to do it. But, but I like think, and you said off the pod, the
2: Sixers are being absolutely like preposterous with their demands. The
0: Sixers are asking for everyone. So pretty much the, the Raptors said, hey, we're interested in Ben Simmons. The Sixers like, let us make you a deal. <laughs> and they were like, cool. Who do you want? And they were like, we want Kyle Lowry who is your starting point guard. We want Fred Van Vliet, who is you know, arguably your best player. We want O.G. Anubi, who is like a good, versatile big man who is one of your big players. And 32 first-round picks. And yeah. we want the number four pick in the draft. for <laughs> Yeah, you to they're take saying, him.
1: I want all your players and all your picks. I want your picks
0: and all for your players. A, a
1: guy who is a just a giant question mark.
0: The the you know they went to the Warriors and they said hey we'll give you um, Hill and uh, Ben Simmons you George, have Ben George Simmons, Hill but but <laughs> we get uh, Wiseman who is the number two pick in the draft last year we get um, Wiggins who is a suitable pro and has the big contract to match we get the number seven pick in the draft the number fourteen pick in the draft and two more first round picks and the Warriors were like nah man You can't even <laughs> shoot <laughs> so nah, we're all yeah. set I His would love, stock has never been lower you do know that right I would love Ben Simmons on the Wolves because I do think he would fit really well with what the Wolves want to I do. I think they're just trying to shoot their shot, right? And yeah. see if anybody bites. But but eventually they know they're going to have to move him. Yes. And there's no way around it. And so they're going to have to move him and they're going to have to accept the best offer. And I think the Wolves will at least be there making a call at the end. Um, a couple other pieces you could look for. Um, we've wanted John Collins for a long time. I don't see how he could, he could end up here. Um, uh, we talked about uh, Pascal Siakam as a guy who we might be interested in, but I I don't know if we'll have enough to tempt them. And then uh who is the the the, the white guy? Uh Gallinari. Oh God, the, the Hawks. Hilo. Yeah, no. is the other guy. So
1: game changers, all of them. Well, we got it. We got John f- Collins would actually really help the team, but uh the rest of them, I don't know. We got a
2: Really fucking good. What's I don't his know. name's coming in from uh, Argentina? Or Balmero. Balmero. Yeah, Balmero. Yeah. So we, it's like we got
0: a pick. See, I I don't think that we need um. A game changer necessarily i think your game changers are supposed to be towns and edwards right and you are our, our secondary scoring option is russell which is good yeah Beasley. Um, hopefully he doesn't pull any ak's on people and he if can play we a could bit. if we could add one more piece to that which was like um you know like imagine like when the the teams would have uh what's the big tall guy played for the thunder kevin durant no the big Steven tall Adams? guy blocked blocked shots Uh, he said Steven Adams, not Steven Adams, Ibaka, Ibaka, Serge Ibaka. I think we need like the Serge Ibaka kind of player on our team who he, he does all the little things really well. He shoots himself in the leg at the strip club in New York. Was that him? That was Plexiglas Burris,
2: wasn't it? Well, I didn't Serge get shot (laughs) at a strip club. I thought. (laughs) I'm <laughs> just I don't know. generalizing at this point. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure that he did. Yeah. Might anyway, it up.
0: but your point is that's what we need to find. We need to find our Swiss Army knife guy on this team. And I, I don't know. Nas Reed. I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> no, okay. So I have Jake, he's young. He I have two questions up. for you, Eric.
0: Who is going to be the
2: starting point guard this season for the Wolves? It could be anyone on the team or a free agent. And two, would you trade Ant for any one of the top three picks? In this
0: year's NBA draft, hmm. that's a great. Okay, question. I love that question because I've been asking myself that question for like weeks now. Um, so who's gonna be our starting point guard? It'd probably Russell yeah. is your starting point I guard. I Agree with that. But it's gonna be some combo of of Russell it's and, just, it, and it just, he's just the guy
2: bringing the ball up the floor, yeah. not really running the point, if you will. Yeah. Not like Chris Paul, like yeah, yeah, doing high screen. I think and in their
0: in their ideal world, if they could pick what happened, they would they would bring in Simmons and Simmons and. Ant would be your primary ball handlers. And then Russell would come off the bench as your sixth man and try to score 20 points a game off the bench and lead your second unit. But I don't, I I, I guess I just don't think it's going to happen at this point. Um, now, would I trade Edwards for one of the top three picks? Jalen Green, um, Cade Cunningham, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley. Um, I believe that Evan Mobley is insanely talented. He's going to be like a better version of Aiton. And that's a compliment. He's going to be really good. Um, but, I don't think that that guy can win you a title. It's hard to have your big man as your best player and like compete for a title, so not him. Um, I haven't seen Jalen Green play because he plays in the G League. Same thing. That's People what that's, think what he's I a freak, another, but he's 6'5", yeah. super athlete. Sounds like Edwards to me. He's probably a uh, sure thing shooting the ball, but I think Edwards is so fucking big and proven in the NBA already, I'd say no. Cade Cunningham is the guy I would really consider. He's six foot eight guard who can shoot and score. I I think I probably would do that. I, I think. Like tomorrow, like straight up. Well, you know,
1: if you look at the big picture, right? They were like, "Hey, this draft, when Edwards was being drafted, it was like this is a weak draft overall." Okay, and then they're like, "But next year, next year is going to be incredible." Well, that was it. Kind of came. It kind
0: of came, and like it was just. It it got to pick four in Scotty Barnes, who didn't even start for Florida State. It was the fourth pick in the draft. Yeah, so I don't know if it was quite as
1: deep as everybody was saying. They're like Scotty
0: Barnes is a super athlete. He can guard every position, but he can't shoot and the Raptors (laughs) took him at number four in the draft mm -hmm. he can't shoot that's a huge issue to me do do I like Jalen Suggs yeah Jalen Suggs is from Minneapolis I mean I I, I'm cheering for him do I think that Jalen Suggs is going to have multiple 40 point games as a rookie like Edwards did no I don't think he'll ever be that kind of scorer will he be good yeah but I think Edwards scoring is like special and so I I would trade him for very few people in Mm -hmm. the league and that's Probably being biased that I love the Wolves and I yeah. like Edwards. you, you want to see him just, succeed on the personally
1: Wolves. Personally, yeah. would, nothing would make me happier than him becoming a superstar for the Wolves. I just like, know, like, watching, like, higher
0: ceiling than we thought Cat even had. Oh, my God. Yeah. When, oh, when, when Edwards least, I'd got... i just be happy forever. When Edwards was having those, like, 40-point games... I would just be watching, being like, "This dude is just insane! Like he is hitting step back threes. He's dunking on everyone. He's a freak in transition, and he's just like brushing the surface." Especially when you didn't like him for three months. I know, and he struggled starting out. He was just terrible. He was just shooting like twenty some percent. I was like, "Well, he's well." And then I also think, to be fair, we got like an
2: actual NBA coach in and realized, like, okay, um, with all due respect to uh Ryan Saunders, Saunders. Saunders. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> We got an actual We culture. have a,
2: like a monster athlete on our hands so we're just going to yeah. have him touch the ball like 50 like, times again Yeah like let him see what he can do Without pigeonholing him right away. He was
0: playing like without Towns and like a lot of time without Russell on like the worst team with the worst coach and was like expected to score. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, I haven't played basketball in a year. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a kid. I'm a boy. (laughs) I'm 19. (laughs) It's like once he, once you kind of saw that like, oh, he's really raw, but like he's like Anthony Barr uh, out there, but like more athletic. Yeah, I'm I mean, like, psyched to see what he does he's this so next fucking year. He's so big and strong like and fast. The,
2: like the body and the quickness. Yeah. It's, it's one says, of those like intangible things that you can look at and see, okay, he's something that's... Kind of an enigma, and so we need to harness this. As like best we he can.
1: says, the right things. He's like, "This off season, I'm gonna work so fucking hard. You won't believe what I can do next year. I can't wait to get back and play. Like we're gonna be great. You know, it's just it's impossible not to feel that and get excited about that.
0: And then and then, uh, Towns was like, you're... What <laughs> was he? I don't know. He just always he... <laughs> is, man. Towns has never said the right thing. Towns no. is like, it's not even fun to play basketball.
1: Uh, basketball is not really my main focus.
0: I'm like, right cool, dude. Okay. That's great. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's who I want as my star that's, player. That's yeah. the face of the franchise right there. Yeah. All right. So I think that's it. That's all the time we have. Um, we were going to talk about the Olympics, but we hate the Olympics so much. Have you guys been watching any of it?
1: I mean, dude, I was at the cabin with the parents in law, so it was on. It was just on. All the time, so no, I didn't really watch it, but yeah, it's uh, it's it becomes part of your life when it's on.
2: I'm supporting the women's national soccer team. Okay, I'm supporting Katie Ledecky. Sure, I'm supporting Simone Biles mm-hmm. in all of her trials and tribulations. What
1: about our girl Suni? Saint Suni's Paul? great. Congrats um, to Suni that we should. I mean, I know that we're kind of like it's tough because we're both protesting but then we have a, like a local angle that i think we should, we should have suny
0: on our show i think yeah
1: after she's done with her like today shows and stuff maybe she'll come happy when for it really dies she, down we'll, for her
0: she's we'll, like, we'll oh, ask God. her in six
1: months
2: happy yeah. for her <laughs> yeah.
1: it's like actually my schedule is pretty open
2: and the uh i support the dutch women's field handball team
0: for wearing just their, wanted to wear larger shorts they're big shorts other than that i don't really care I've watched zero minutes of the Olympics, and it feels good for you, man. You're sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. All right, guys. That is all the time we have this week. Go back, check out our 500th episode. Um, We put it out earlier this week. It's been really fun making all these episodes with these guys. And for you guys, um, let us know what you guys think. And uh, hopefully, you guys will enjoy the next 500 even more than you enjoyed the first 500. So, thank you guys for listening to the Nordys Podcast.